Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 3rd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing wonderful. I'm here in person with you. You know, it's <laughs> been a true. while. I got the audio levels dialed in here. Oh, no TBD. cord problems. We'll see. We'll see. No cord problem. No Wi-Fi. I don't even need Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> we could just do this walking down the street. We could do pure, pure analog week. This would be the week if you wanted to, if we wanted to go pure analog, we could, you know... Get typewriters out in Augusta National's press center. Well, I mean, they've got that old school notepad, you know, that, you know, these these people like Dan Jenkins and whoever else, uh, you know, Grantland Rice, uh, they have the same sort of materials. I, well, I, not same, but similar. They have the, you know, the sheet, the graph with the hole by hole and pen and paper, the big pad you can take out there that wouldn't fit in any pocket, wouldn't come close to fitting in any pocket. It's like eight and a half by 11. But yeah, we could go analog all week. We could just walk and talk without the Wi-Fi and figure out how to post it later. But it is fabulous is, to be back. That would be the issue. We're figuring out how to post it. Yeah, that might be where we need Wi-Fi. It's good to be back in person. I'm looking forward to a good week. We usually have a little bit of fun um, and, and some of these in-person major championship weeks. It all started here. I think 2019 was the first one on the road. And the big we know, house. We know how that turned out, right? What's uh, the name of the house Tiger this Woods. week? We're calling it the Club TFE House. And I got to say, because it's supported by Club TFE members, so I thought that was the best route to do. I got to say, I've done the Masters a handful of times. It's the best house we've been in. Certainly the best house I've been in, best house we've been in as a as a podcast duo. So It's fabulous. It's got I'm like, a, you know what I like, and I know I'm getting old, it's got like 15-foot ceilings. That shit matters to me now. I don't know why. It just feels like I'm in a good old school, stately Augusta home with some big ceilings and sort of classic architecture. And it's a very nice house. I'm happy with it. It's going to be a good week. I'm going to let everybody in behind the scenes here. I mean, this was the first year that we were actually out of, in front of the house. Oh, yeah. We're usually scrambling at the last minute. <laughs> this, yeah. one, this one, we, uh, we got out ahead. Last year was a little dicey. But that we sure don't need to go good. into details. It was a little dicey. That's all we'll say. Um, this is a grand, a great, great house. I'm, I'm very excited about it. The Club TFE house, supported by Club TFE. You can join there for 120 yeah. bucks for the entire year. We're going to have some posts. We've got a post coming Monday from our own Matt Rauschus. Rauschus. I always mess that up. They've got the Pelliops with our own uh, colleague's nickname. Or n- last name. Nick- I, nickname. Last name, His I should last say. last name. He has worked in, you know, on grounds crew. He's got a great post coming on Club TFE He's blog. Wor- he worked uh, golf construction and grounds crew. He's got a great post. I mean, he should be out front more than us. But not, nevertheless, he's writing a blog post for Club TFE blog on Monday about some of the technology that has gone into this new 13th tee and how, you know, it's probably not replicable in many places, growing grass. And it's pretty cool insight based on his past work. And you can join Club TFE, uh, search it, Friday membership, 
it's uh, it's membership.thefriedegg.com. Is that right? Yeah. Switching up the URLs on me. Anyways, that, that we thought was is. the best route to go this year as, no, maybe as a it's member supported master's house. I think it's slash membership. Yeah. That's right. It's good to be out there today. We got to walk around a little bit, Augusta National. We checked in. We got some scuttlebutt. Is that you going was out there playing the regular tees. He's Member done grinding. Tees. He's done. Somebody asked if he was going back. He goes, hell no. Absolutely not. <laughs> so that's not the that's not the 5'5 five, five masher from Wales that I came to know and love. It was the big hitter out there due to power, you know, no power steering on the tractor and bailing hay as a boy. That's not, he's kind of, he's relinquished himself. He's not even trying to, to, to hammer, you know, driver, three wood, three wood, wherever it may be. But yeah, he's playing up. But ZJ was out there in, in good spirits, you know, probably not in good spirits after the thrashing that the, the, the Hawkeyes women's Ooh, uh, pro, program yeah, took. Yeah, you wanted to talk Iowa with them. Yeah, we saw, you know, we were getting, I don't know. We walked out there. We were like, ah. Probably some people who don't like us out here. We need, you know, we got to mind our P's and Q's. You were, somebody asked about, about ending up on the wrong side of a take. You don't want to end up on the wrong side of a take around here. It <laughs> felt like omin- sort of a ominous, ominous threat. I couldn't figure it out. Like, well, like, uh oh. Uh, but no, it's good to be out there. You know, I love the drive, chip, and putt. It was great to see that. Watch that all morning. I'm just kidding. We 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 missed that part. I mean, I figure this is the one week I get the I hell. I don't know away. if you want me to go along with that. This is the one week I get the hell away from my kids. I'm not going to try and watch spend more time with kids playing golf. I, yeah, this is this like is, you hate kids. No, I don't hate kids, but I get a reprieve from my kids this week. So I we you know skipped the drive chip and putt this morning. But uh, we're gonna have Garrett on here in a second. He's gonna talk all about Anwa on Saturday. Um, what else? You want to jump into the weekend? Yeah, from let's golf? talk. Corey Connors wins Valero. Brooks Kepka wins Liv. Hey, you they know, were- I wasn't on here, but I just wanted to let the gambling folks know. I should have tweeted this out. It's it's not uh, right of me by not pull. not tweeting it out. Since we're a gambling pod, I should have I should have gotten on the record with my picks. I picked Corey Connors this week. This is ridiculous. I wasn't on you, the record, but you now want, you I am. You want to see my one and done? After the fact? You want to see my one and done? League? Corey Connors, successful pick. You know, I went out on a limb. All right. Okay. Then the gambling pod, podcast runs yeah. continues. Here's my question Ricky got, for you. Ricky backdoored his way into a top 10, so not a bad Bad pick by me. I was mad that it became such a mainstream pick. I switched huh. to Nikolai Hogan. Well, maybe that. you're moving... The picks. Maybe the, it became a mainstream pick because everybody's following you because of our gambling. There we prowess. go. <laughs> I think that's We're what moving happened. lines. I've got a lot of prep going into Wednesday. We got some real picks. I got, you know, low Canadian, top five for this person, top 20 for Russell Henley, all sorts of stuff coming can, Wednesday. Can but, I ask you a question? What? All right. He's got two wins now. Connors? Connors at the Texas Open. Two pairs of boots. Four where, boots. Four solid boots. Two pairs of boots. You got. Where do you think he is? Uh, he's ascended on Rob Bolton's all-time power <laughs> rankings. Is he getting close to Hoffman? Was that the one that was pure cash-based? Yeah, Hoffman like Hoffman's was number ahead of one. Palmer and these others. Ben Hogan, he Hogan. was ahead of Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> Crenshaw also playing the the, the member tee today, as he should. Like, I mean, those guys shouldn't be trying to hammer it from whatever, way, way back. Um, Nobody should, really. Connors, 
I, I'm worried about him. I had him. I had him again on my my betting sheet, my gambling sheet. I had him all dialed up for You're Wednesday pod, but now hot? he got yeah, he got ruined. I, I, all that's been mushed by the, by the you know today's high profile win. I mean, he, that's not like you were like bra- you know he's not a sneaky. Are you trying to here. put down my research process there? Yeah. He's like top ten here the last two years or something. Yeah, he has done real well. Um, not a surprise to see him win. TPC San Antonio, the Oaks course, brought to you by AT&T or whatever it is. Is it still brought to you by I AT&T? Don't know. Is Sergio sure. still a player consultant? I, I, I was asking. I meant to ask PGA Tour for comment from that. It's a Norman Sergio jam. And I couldn't find any evidence that Sergio is still a player consultant. Must be why Sergio <laughs> struggled so much this week at live. He was thinking about what was going on at his, at his was course. Was course being desecrated <laughs> by the... By the, Corey yeah. Connors. Corey Con- <laughs> How can you get Corey Connors proof to the Oaks course? What did Garcia finish? 45 out of 48. Man, Siwon Kim is just... Whew. I think he's done. He might Did he be get done relegated, now. bounced out. Matt Jones, God, Chase Kepka, pretty bad bottom of the board. Um, anything else on Corey Connors winning the Texas Open? Anything on the Texas Open? Barely made a made a dent. You know, I they mean, had some weather issues. Sam for, Stevens' finish was pretty awesome. Very cool. Granted, he didn't birdie eighteen, so you know he hit like an incredible shot down there. Just didn't get it done. Nerves but it was steel. Almost Nerves of steel, Dan. Unbelievable. I mean, like, he was three down with, with uh, two to play, and he yeah. had a legit chance yeah. to tie the tournament. Which... Broadcast was very upset with Patrick Rogers for icing Corey Con- <laughs> icing them there. Like, He's not ready to play. What's going on? It, it, was, it was a relatively uneventful. Matt Kuchar uh, was at or around the lead for much of the weekend. You had some Kuchar take earlier. I couldn't remember. Oh. What was it? Well, what were you talking yeah, about I was, I was just saying this This podcast loves a certain big first baseman that maybe hits more for contact than power. And I was just thinking to myself how how Kuchar, you know, if if uh, if Leash is John Olrood, you know, the, the first baseman that's more of like a contact hitter, you know, take the take the pitch where it's uh, hit the pitch where it's uh, you know yeah outside. Take it to, to the opposite field. Maybe Kucher is who was Olrud's predecessor. Who was the the poof balling first baseman before Olrud? That's a good question. Most well, of like them Mark Grace, power, maybe Mark power. Grace. That could be. He was he was, was a he? doubles guy, wasn't he? Wasn't he a, a big doubles, doubles guy? guy. Not yeah. a, necessarily a homer guy, a doubles yeah. guy. Everybody always used to talk about how great of defensive first baseman he was too. <laughs> it was like, oh, you can't you can't replace this defense and intangible. Kucher, I could see that kind of a rangy first baseman, just sort of lanky, tries well, to find the gap. He's big. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. Like I, I think anybody that's ever seen Matt Kucher at a tournament, like you're the like it's like the Augusta Hills, right? Yeah, you know everybody the first time they see Augusta I didn't know the hills were this big Kucher it's I didn't know this guy was this big he's who who's in that list for you I was thinking about it today VJ yesterday I I I know everybody talks about Rom I still when I was up close with him and the players that guy like he's an actual like rush edge rusher size we're not doing the middle linebacker brooks is a middle linebacker bullshit edge rusher he's too big he's to be a middle six, linebacker six. 
He's. I'm not saying he's six six. You don't have to be six six. He reminds me of like a high school nose guard. He, John Rom. <laughs> yeah. He's. He's he not was tall huge. enough. What is he? He was huge. Feet? No. What? That is so disrespectful. He's taller than I am. I don't and think. bigger. He's, he's, he's not got, taller than you. He's filled That's out. That's insane. He, I felt very small next to John Rom, and I, I it says six two, six, six two, two on Wikipedia. I wonder what it says in the actual program. Um, maybe, maybe he's a, maybe he's an undersized D tackle. Six two on Wikipedia. Um, I, he's big. He was huge up close in person. You know who also is big what? in person? The tank septic. Oh, yeah, another big Seth, play. Seth Walked with him at players, too. So. Finau gets up there. Cooch is up there. All right. We're well off track already in the first first 10 minutes of the club TFE house. Uh, anything else from Valero, Texas Open? I, I just, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do with this week before the Masters. You know, Valero demanded that they jump in front. They wanted this week. I mean, Now they apparently don't. Well, no shit. And, and you know, Shell Houston Open when it was at whatever it was, Champions... Uh, Golf Club of Houston. Yes. They changed the name of yeah. it. was Red something, Red, Red Rocks. Yeah. And uh, Champions, not Retreat, but something. Um, yeah. Golf Club of Houston. Like, they did a great job. They would get like well, 30, 40 guys, no well, joke, that were in the Masters that would play that week because they conditioned it and did a, yeah, tried to do as much as that's they could. It. They did the overseed. They yeah, did all yeah, these things yeah. to like make it. It's not... That that week isn't magic because it's the week before the Masters. You right. Know, it's no, no, always no. going to be a bad week. But if you put work in and Somewhat. make it a great stop before Augusta, like, guess what? Nobody wants to go get their ass kicked at a golf course. You can't hit it off the fairway. It's windy this yeah. week. It's just, and I don't know who went that's in the Masters. Terrell was there. Somebody missed the cut. Connors. That was big. Um, yeah, it, there just weren't a lot of guys, you know. And we're talking honestly, the old Houston Open would get like twenty five. I think one year they had like almost forty players. Sadecki was there. You Terrell know, Lucas was there. Glover made his five hundredth start. If in case you were wondering, Charlie Hoffman finished t twenty two. I thought we were confused today. I thought someone was Charlie Hoffman walking up. Yeah, that's not Charlie Hoffman. He's not in the field. We were just, you know, they kind of keep you. You're not allowed to walk the course. So we were just sort of moseying around the clubhouse trying to see guys from the top of the hill. And Hideki, Hideki was, was playing. And that's what I said. Like, Hideki and Terrell. He was too. in the mix too. Yeah. Before yeah. a pretty bad week, uh, Sunday. Yeah. But uh, so, I mean, that's good for Hideki because the last time we saw him, he was injured. Right. So. Well, yeah, there's, a, there's some thought that maybe he just WD'd because he was already done with pool play at Austin. I think Shane brought that up last week. Uh, anything else from Texas? Can we move off that? I'm just trying to find out who. Oh, Cam Champs in the field. Oh, he yeah. The cut. Yeah. Cam Davis went 80 66. What a, what a big change. How about Davis Love the Third? <laughs> How about Davis Love the Third going 82 WD? What what's he doing? Why why is he playing there? Davis Riley WD after a seventy eight. Cam Davis started eighty. The Davis zone is a disaster to start the week, but at least Dave, Cam got it back with a sixty six. At least for Telly posted DFL. Yeah, why is DL three playing eighty two WD? Not just not a way to take a spot from somebody. All right, let's get to live golf. Brooks live golf crooked cat Orlando. Orlando 
they it didn't augusta i don't know if this was augusta national put their thumb on the scale local comcast the distributor or comcast i don't know comcast has couldn't find it relations with augusta national i have no idea i know brian roberts is a member um i think but you can't find cw in augusta it wasn't on the local at least maybe it's on <coughs> other carriers but it wasn't on comcast so you had to stream it on your phone over in the corner i of the room. had to had to get get that trusty my heavily used cw app on, uh, on, on like phone. A, a very like i don't know subjective basis they were interviewing brooks kepka at the same time Corey connors was being interviewed in the room here that we have i mean that's kind of a win for live now did anybody actually watch the proceeding you know 40 hours of coverage from friday to then but like having brooks kepka win an event that has well he uh, made history <laughs> he's the first player to win two live live golf titles you want to talk about arlo's pronunciation of torque torque <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stop it's got to be a british thing torque well, no but then uh uh troy mullins said torque <laughs> wow she's just being a follower that's not how you say torque maybe that's what joaquin wants maybe he wants it to be known as torque Oh, so he's imposing that Maybe. this is the team intent. Torque won the team event, right? Which makes sense. Bassie, Bassie Munoz with a putt to tie. He was definitely playing for the points. Um, <laughs> what points? <laughs> the team title. He could have tied this, Brooks. Oh, oh. He had like a 20-footer to tie <laughs> Brooks, he and he it's... left it five feet short. <laughs> You're over in the corner watching live on your phone. I can't see it, but yes. Kepka wins. I assume people are going to make some facile sort of he's ready for the Masters leaps, which may be true. It sounds like he said he was healthy. That's what he said. He's yeah. A lot of times said it's well, finally he, good to feel healthy again, and then he wasn't. Um, I think, you know, I think he, he, he I, I don't know. I don't think he's fully healthy. That's all I'll say. It's, it doesn't seem like he might. He, he is. But uh, he wins the, the individual. First two-time winner at Live. Do you have other thoughts from the crooked cat? Dean, mean Dean, mean Dean Burmeister takes the, the the bronze. Immediate impact over on Live in his third event. Mean Dean, yeah, he had a good fall. I mean, he was a real top fifty, top fifty ish, close to fifty. I think he might have been inside the top fifty player. OW. Yeah, he played really well the fall on on the tour. I yeah. think he got his card. Like, think about that too. It's like the guy worked his his career to get the PGA Tour card. He gets it, then he goes to Live. And now he's making, I mean, he probably made more money. I mean, he was a guy that would win those million-dollar purse, entire purse European tour events. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, we're going to talk a lot about. Can we Can we talk about, I don't know if you've seen, I'm going to swing my, my computer. What are you, you seen this li, new live team leaderboard? Yeah. What's it's a going on? Mess. That's a I don't understand I, I what this earlier. is. Like, it's hard enough to read golf leaderboards. I don't know what that is. Like, is it that hard to display a team leaderboard? It is for them. I can't they make it more like a box score? Thirty six on what? What does the green mean? I don't Those know. Those are the counting scores, but there's no number associated with it. It's like a. It's hard to follow. It's a horizontal bar chart, but it doesn't have. It has a legend, but it doesn't make any sense. That is that is hard, impossible to read. No one could ever know. They just need to get rid of that whole horizontal bar chart. 
and uh, the listeners love this. Or it's describing something they can't see. Well, maybe um, Matt could cook up something. We're going to talk about this probably more Tuesday, Wednesday. Is Brooks a favorite now? No. Define favorite. Would you Would you pick Brooks in the top fifteen if you were in a Masters? Missed his draft? last two cuts. Was exemplary prior to those last two MCs. Would I pick him to finish top fifteen? I'm saying like if you. I'm I'm giving you players like 15 who has who has a great who best chance to win at Augusta. That's a good cutoff. And, I mean, and you got 15 guys. I'd put them. Yeah, that's a probably that's a pretty good over under. You should be a line maker. In well, your I'm, spare this time. is a gambling pot. So, um, you know, I'm working on these things. It, yeah, I guess he follow, I, without looking at a single thing, the field included. There's 88, 89 guys. He's probably around fifteen. So you'd have you'd have Scotty Scheffler, Rory, Rom, three right there. Cam Smith, yeah, yeah. Cam, ahead. Yep. Four. Do you have like Justin Thomas ahead of him? I think so. Five. Even though he's not been very good. Finau. Yes. Six. Homa. Yes. Seven. Cantlay. Yes. Eight. Shoffley. Yes. Nine. Uh, Zal Torres. Riveting. I don't think I have Zalatoris. That's another thing. I heard Zalatoris is you know, a little surly out there again today. But that's just words from deep down in the hollows of Augusta National. We weren't allowed to be out there, but yeah. Um, DJ? Zal- Would you have DJ? Zalatoris oh. ready to be off. Uh, off the pack. Yeah. Sounds like he's, not, he's done with the pack. <laughs> Go ahead. D- DJ? Yes. Ahead of Brooks. Cam Young? Yes. So that's like 11 right there. Fitzy? Spieth? Yes, to both. So you're up to 13. I think 15 is about the we're number. We're about there. I yeah. think we're about there. It's not a big field. Yeah, so he's in the in the, like the 14 to 20 range. If he hadn't won today, where would he be? Similar? I don't think... I, I don't know that that's the case. Do you think Phil has a chance to make the cut? <laughs> yeah. Has a chance to make the cut. Wasn't he was he was crappy again today? He had a big, uh, no, week. he had a no? big comeback today. Okay, so he's ready. He shot sixty six. This could be just like the like the uh, PGA. No one had press conferences besides Cam Smith. This is a big thing. The press conference schedule. Do you think these guys said no or Augusta National was we don't need to get? I think these they guys just don't want this story to be about live. It is going to be for the first few days. Not exclusively, but it will be a major story, right? I mean, this is the first commingling of these guys, right? Since at a Masters ever, but certainly since the Open. And I guess there's some Euro Tour events and things like that. But, I mean, I don't know. Neiman's, you know, Bubba is saying, oh, there's no animosity. We all hang out. Meanwhile, they're suing each other. I mean, there's lawsuits. Neiman's saying we want to beat all these guys. Like, it's going to be great. It's going to be so fun to beat them. It's extra motivation to play alongside them because it's going to oh, be so great. He's riding high after Torque. Torque. <laughs> team win. The Torque win. Um, <laughs> Listen, nobody else has won a team and, championship the week before the Masters. And, and Norman's, <laughs> Norman's suggesting that all everyone in the field, all 18, are going to come out on the green and celebrate. You know, t- what are they going to toss this guy up in the air like he's, you know, a hero? Like, uh, that's. That's bogus. Is it an individual sport or is it not? All 18, like if they win, if if 
Cam Smith wins. Jason Kokrak's going to come running out of the locker room. I don't to think Kokrak's in the field, is he? He is. Oh, I was reading a preview last night. I was like, Big I day. forgot that guy was a golfer. And he's in the Masters field. Big J Kokrak. The real Big J. Not the fake Big J. I'm fascinated. You know, I might follow Big J for 18, 18 holes. I, I know we're here to make you content. Should, you, should add, you should see what club in Cleveland he joined. <laughs> I yeah, like it's still looking maybe. Um, uh, uh, but I don't think that's gonna happen. The Norman's talking out of his ass on that one. But yes, the, the Masters. I, I don't think they're eager to have a Phil Circus press conference, and so we only get Cam Smith on Tuesday, and then it's a lot of other. You know, Tom Kim gets a press conference, and a lot of others. Jason. Do you Day, think Tom Kim deserves a press conference? Um, I don't know what's deserve deserve got nothing to do with it. It's about content and you know intrigue. So, um, I I don't know. The Masters picks who they want to pick, but then you know some people don't show up. A lot of people don't show up for some of them, and then they get mad. But no live guys. Anything else from Live Orlando, the crooked cat that jumped off the page? You Matthew Wolf playing somewhat competent golf, finished fifth. That's good. We won't see Matthew Wolf at any major championships no. this year. Did anyone watch Except this? Except for maybe the U.S. Open. Do you think anyone watched this? I don't know. Cared about this? I don't. I don't know. Outside of the people that that come after me on Twitter anytime I tweet about <laughs> it, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 it seems to be making somewhat of an impact on Brooks Kepka, like our our conceptualization of Kepka coming in this week. Not a lot, but a little bit, right? He's still a golfer. He wanted, yeah. I mean, like last year, he what did he finish fourth the week before or fifth something? He contended the week before. Yeah, I mean, it would be it'd be kind of sad if Brooks Kepka never compete contended in a major again after what he did for three years you know sad but i don't know you wouldn't miss him no no seems possible right yeah i think i mean how how could it not be possible right 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 <laughs> sorry i'm getting distracted i was scrolling over here <laughs> what are you scrolling uh just the leaderboard i i was distracted um anything else from live Texas or live Orlando. Sorry. Valero, Texas is the other one. Uh, nothing else for me. I mean, I drive I chip and putt. You want to do a recap on drive chip and putt? Should we talk Anwa? Yeah, let's talk. Let's do, do an ad read for our friends at club champion. We played a little golf today. My first round of the year. You got played the pretty stability good. Show. <laughs> I came around first round of the year. I got my bag out of the closet. I hadn't seen it since October of, last year you're not giving it the adam shank treatment you're not no no it had been a while usually i i, I like to play golf i just what would your wife say if you brought your putter into the room we talked about this last time i think she'd say it's pretty stupid <laughs> i think she'd be fine you know would be fine with it but she would just say it was stupid um she'd definitely make fun of you I started, I started, I got into it. I got the feels back. My driver that I got last year fitted at a club champion started to, you know. You were popping pop, it past me. Pop the ball. You, you were hitting your poofy persimmon. <laughs> so uh, let's not like, let's, let's be clear on some things. But yes, you were, you were smoking it though. You were 
You guys started getting gotta, into, I gotta got into get, it. I got to go get my, my, my new sticks. I yeah. keep saying that. You do. Um, Club Champion. They're supporting the podcast for a long time here. Last couple of years. Uh, big supporter. We had a lot of... Somebody were playing with us said they went there. Had a great experience. It's um, the, the best experience. <laughs> That's why I'm mad. It's like, you know... For a golf lover, I feel like going to club championship champion is like going to the like spa. You know, it's like a great day. Mm-hmm. You, you want to like you want to have like a good morning ahead. Get a good yeah. meal. Then you then you go out there and you get to just you know try out all this all this gear. Brand agnostic, as we like to say. I have a Titleist driver. I have tailor made irons. I have some Titleist wedges. You know, they, they that wasn't what I preferred or necessarily needed it wasn't what i demanded it wasn't you know i wasn't told that this one is more forgiving and you should buy this one that they don't push marketing on you they get you in the bays and test out what you want uh test out what you what they think you might want uh, and go from there Fifty thousand hittable head shaft combo 60 plus brands 100 locations internationally 100 plus locations uh so you use the promo code fried egg Throughout this year, that's all caps, fried egg. You get 50% off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club. It's not an insignificant amount of money. If you're going to buy a club or new set, certainly this is the way to do it instead of just blindly throwing your money at something off the rack. Go to clubchampion.com. Use promo code fried egg. All right. You want to talk ANWA? We have the fourth iteration of ANWA. Um, we've had some sort of... I wouldn't say like unex. I wouldn't say hail mary winners, but unexpected winners. You know that the, the Saturday round at Augusta can be sort of an ass kicker, and and sometimes you can have a winner that comes from way back late. Uh, the big winner of the first year was Jennifer Cupshow, who was a an amateur stud and a highly touted college player, and she's won a major championship since then. This year, uh, we had the number one, the uh, dominant world number one amateur women's player i've gotten to follow rose zane now i was very fortunate to live in the dc area where she won her two earliest biggest amateur titles in the u.s women's am at woodmont and then you know flipped off from wisconsin or you know rockville pike down connecticut avenue to uh, win the u.s girls junior at columbia so i got to follow her two biggest like early usga titles this adds to the pot she's obviously done a ton of damage at stanford uh, accruing titles there so like this is what you want for Anwa it, like I think it boosts Anwa's appeal as much as you know maybe Rose winning uh, or Anwa boosting Rose's appeal I think she's pretty already solid as a as a stud an all-time women's amateur player so I, I think it's helpful for the tournament the championships but it came I in by they, whisker I think they should bring her dad back for anybody contending you know, I'll and never... anybody anybody that gets out to big lead, they should bring Mr. Zhang in. It's to... it's look, it's like it's straight. Like let's be honest, it's pretty tricky to like talk about that, right? You don't want to say like like it's a parent child yeah. relationship, and you don't know who uh, what dad might be a helicopter, one dad might be over kind of imposing, what may not like who what the relate whether the kid like wants that kind of a uh, relationship. I remember at the women's am at Woodmont, I think it was Gabby Ruffles missed like the putt to lose, and and Mr. Zane was like 
dancing. There's not a lot of people around there, so any kind of sudden movements really stick out. And he was jumping around and up and down, which, you know, you want to celebrate your title, but <laughs> the Ruffles had just missed a putt, and it just was oddly timed. Anyways, Mr. Zane became a story 1B this weekend. And to help us uh, contextualize and chronicle what happened, we are joined by Garrett Morrison here in the Club TFE house. Who was- Added bonus, wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah, but, but the storms, uh, you know, have prevented him getting home, and and now he gets to be on the shotgun. Start. I'll tell you what, you would have rather been prevented than flying the little tin can that I was been <laughs> throwing all over the sky on my the sixty mile an hour gust from DC on on Saturday afternoon. But uh, we're joined by Garrett Morrison, who was here. He did the Champions Retreat or Champions Repeat, as he uh, creatively ti- Chris Almeida, Chris Almeida t- yeah, titled it. Uh, <laughs> Champions repeat. You were there for that portion. You've been down in Augusta for almost a week now. Uh, he's going to help us. Garrett, what did you make of, I guess, Anwa Saturday? The big thing was Rose hanging on by a thread. Should we make anything of Rose? She's not played well. She's an all-time amateur player, but has never really played well at Augusta National. Should we make anything of that sort of dichotomy? Uh, well, we have to make something of it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have anything to write about. I'm distracted by Andy's computer, by the way. First, he was tweeting, and um, now now he's got Sam Stevens's profile. Well, I switched uh, it because up. I didn't want to get it brought up that <laughs> I was internet. being, you know, doing different things. <laughs> you can really see it on Zoom. Like, his eyes are wandering off the Zoom or whatever we're recording on. It's like, what is he looking at right now? We need to be talking and engaged. And here you are doing it at the freaking dining room table. Get off Twitter. We're, well, we're I, sharing. We're sharing I, a microphone, by the way, Brennan and I. That's why. Uh, that's why we're uh, the audio is weird right now. We didn't have enough budget for three microphones. <laughs> <laughs> we we have three. Mi- I don't know why we don't have them set up. I, oh yeah, it's ease ease of editing. That's right. Our, our editor is a bit of a prima donna. So, um, in any case. <laughs> <laughs> that, that editor's right here. <laughs> the editor's Andy. Um, so in any case, uh, you asked about Rose Zhang and Augusta National. I just think, I, I'm not sure we should make too much of it. She's played four competitive rounds at Augusta National. That's sure. not like a huge sample size. But I just wrote something earlier today that we'll put in the newsletter that does kind of make something of the contrast between Champions Retreat and Augusta National. These are opposite kinds of golf courses. At Champions Retreat, what you do is you hit fairways and you hit greens. And if you do that, you will be successful because a couple of putts will go in and you'll be fine. Now, more than a couple of putts went in for Rose Zhang, but not much more than a couple because she birdied slash eagled all of the par fives in both of the rounds that she played there, which means that she just did what she was supposed to do plus made a couple of other birdies on the side, right? And so she is an extraordinary ball striker, somebody who just hits every tee shot online, hits her lines over and over again, hits her irons exactly the right distance. Yeah, pin high all day. So Champions Retreat is her kind of place. And I'm not saying she's a driving range golfer, an unsophisticated golfer. I'm just saying that she gets in an unbelievable groove at a golf course like that. Whereas Augusta National is a place that throws everybody out of their groove a little bit, that throws everybody off. You have these weird lies. On Saturday, we had some 
weather conditions that were unpredictable. You didn't know when the delay was coming, but you knew it was coming. There were these winds in the morning. And then you have the course, which is just all about this chaos of the topography. And it was clear that she was just uncomfortable with it and also probably not striking it as well as she did at Champions Retreat. And so she struggled. I mean, I think one of the things that also you have to talk about with this is like, this is a goofy format for a golf tournament. It's different than any other golf tournament in the world. Like you do this two rounds at one course and then you have a day off in, in a practice round. And like then you then you reboot the next day. That's a weird <clears throat> cadence for a golf tournament. And I think like you know with Joel Beal's article, one of the things that I'm like most excited about is the prospect of the second course, just because of the the continued elevation of Anwa, which I think like you know I'm is becoming. You know, and I think it's becoming Rose. Obviously, is a big help to this, but this is becoming arguably one the biggest women's golf event in terms of mass appeal because of the golf course that is being played the final round on it's pretty interesting how yeah it bumped the la open that was supposed to be on golf channel at the time yeah. and of course augusta rules all they didn't rule yeah they, yeah they bumped the ana out of its schedule spot uh, yeah augusta can have that kind of so emphasis this impact. is becoming this big tournament but from everything we know about the history of a golf tournament. I mean, even live plays consecutive rounds, <laughs> right? You know, like R- this is, this is such an odd, it's a, it's an extremely odd situation for, well, they want the field and get to play the big course. for a young, yeah. young, not a young, all of these leaders have been young to have to sleep on a lead for two days. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Super what, weird. What, what if you're leading the golf tournament, you go out and you play your practice round and like go lights out. So, and then the next day you just don't have it. Like, would you have won by eight, you is, know, or 10? Is this problem alleviated by the second course at Augusta national? I think it would. Why are they still going to do the final round on the big course? Wouldn't yeah, you still do that day true. off so everybody could play? I don't know. I, I just don't understand how the practice round can't come before. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that maybe they could adjust that a little better if the second course were more right. or less on site, mm-hmm. right? So that would make it a little bit logistically easier because they obviously set up a whole operation at Champions Retreat and it's a ways from Augusta. Maybe people have talked about this enough, but it's a half hour drive out there from downtown Augusta to get to Evans, Georgia and go to Champions Retreat. And it's a great facility. I don't think much of the golf course. It's not really my thing, but the facility, I see why it's attractive to hold an event there because it's just perfect. It's the perfect size. It's easy to walk in, easy to watch golf on it, but it's a ways away and it wouldn't be, it would just be odd to do the practice round at Augusta before go to champions retreat and then immediately bounce back to Augusta. If they do the second course though, I think the key is the style of the architecture, the style of the golf course needs to be a little bit more in line with Augusta National, in my opinion, right? I, maybe some people like the variety of, of Champions Retreat plus Augusta. I don't know. I'd, I think it would be preferable for the ANWA to have, an, you know, if there's another golf course for it to be more along the lines of the Masters golf course, you know? Yeah. I, I was Real quick, was there anyone 
was there anyone out at Champions Retreat? I mean, Augusta National is going to draw crowds Huge on crowds. its own. I mean, but, that's the other thing about it that I was just kind of, I was watching on my, my flight. Um, and the thing I was taken aback about was just like, I mean, like these like 19, 20 year old girls have never played golf in front of this many people. Yeah. And it's a huge adjustment from champions retreat on Wednesday and Thursday to Augusta national on Saturday. I mean, just like the size of the gallery, the buzz in the air, just the entire atmosphere of the place is the opposite just as much as the golf course design is the opposite. I mean, it's such a different kind of scene and the crowds really are to answer your question, Brendan, the crowds really are really are a lot smaller at champions retreat. I was struck by how few people are on site at champions retreat. It's, it's, you know, you can walk right up to the ropes, even the crowd following, uh, Rose, the patrons following, do they call them patrons at champions retreat? Probably. If you're at Champions yes, Retreat, probably. but you're still at an know. Augusta National event, fan patron. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. probably, I think that's probably true. I think they probably keep the nomenclature the same for that week. Okay. Well, the mob of fans following... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to get McCorded. Um, <laughs> the, the, the group of patrons following, uh, <laughs> following Rosang's group, even. <laughs> Rosang was spared with Saki Baba, who's another high-powered player. Yeah. On Wednesday and Thursday, especially Wednesday, even that group was quite small, and you could pick out uh, Condoleezza Rice right away. So um, is that so? Were the crowds at Augusta what got to Mister Zane on fifteen? Was he get caught up in the moment there? Can you talk us through some of that? Like, okay. did he get thrown out of the bus? Okay, okay, okay. I, I, this is such an interesting situation. I was up at the top of the fifteenth green grandstand when this happened with uh, Brentley Romine, of uh, you know, friend of the program, um, and we were up there like in the in the sort of uh, the little perch where you can see both both 16 and 15. So we couldn't actually see Rosang out in the middle of the 15th fairway, but we saw her ball appear through the corridor and just come way short of the green. It wasn't really even close at all. The trajectory of it looked like it was almost going to land short of the pond. Was it reminiscent of a, a wounded duck drive from Mike Weir? <laughs> there was, there was some wounded duck characteristics. It was drawing like it was. Yeah, it was, it was a, a kind of a stunningly bad shot. And I think she misstruck it. She said it was thin afterwards. But the TV cameras caught her in an animated discussion with her caddy, her dad, right? And so I don't know what they said on the telecast about it. I'm not sure what interpretation came through about that. But after the round, Rose was asked twice about the decision-making process that went into it. And twice she said, at the beginning of that conversation, I was adamant that I wanted to lay up. But I talked it out with my dad and we decided to go for the green. I had gone for the green in my practice round, and that's what he wanted to do, and we did that. And she said, at one point, I was comfortable with it, and then in another part of the answer, she said something like, I was ready to go with it, yeah, for the most part, you know, sort of. Clearly, she was not comfortable with that shot, 
right? She, she couldn't have been comfortable with that shot if she was adamant that she didn't want to do it. And then she's saying after the round even, like, this wasn't really my idea. So there's really worse. interesting. There's nothing worse than a golf. Take that what you will. In a golf two tournament, up, right? yeah. Two up at the time. There's nothing worse in a golf tournament when you're hitting a shot and you not Convict. you don't want to do Conviction. it. Conviction. Yeah. 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 I, so this gets to another situation. Like she's a sophomore now at Stanford and she's going to be, she's, she's already, com- she's already done, completed her, she's, achieved one of the great women's amateur careers that's that's done and she dusted everything done and dusted but you know stanford would think would create a little more distance from this father um, hold on things and it seems like at the last second or the 11th hour there was this caddy change right she said she was going to take a local or a club caddy and then all of a sudden she's up whatever she was up five six five shots going to Augusta national in the final group. <laughs> and this guy I watched at Woodmont, you know, jumping up and around uh, is on camera and he's the one. And I don't know, it, it, like as she gets older and is, is at, she's, you know, an adult at Stanford, independent adult. Um, like that separation will probably become even greater, but it's not there yet. And, I don't know if we're overreading this, but it seems like, you know, my daughter's got a five shot lead playing at Augusta National. I'm jumping on the back. I'm I'm guessing. I have no report. I'm like that's how it looks. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, and that is what people were talking about on the grounds. Like, can confirm that this was a big topic of discussion among everyone, but it has to be said that what she told the media was I'm comfortable with my dad. I know what he's going to do. He's predictable to me. We know each other. He, he's, he's caddied for me for all of my wins, right? All of my successes. He was on my bag, not all of my successes, but, but like the, you know, the USAM win and, and all that kind of stuff. So she was saying, I'm comfortable with the familiarity of having him on my bag. And in this situation, that's what I wanted. So, you know, whereas she said that the shot on the 15th hole was sort of her dad's idea, she was saying that, you know, having him as a caddy was, she was portraying it as her idea. I'm not sure everybody like totally believe that. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying one way or the other because I I actually don't know the situation there. And that's where this gets kind of touchy because this is a father daughter relationship. She's 19 years old and it makes perfect sense for her to want the comfort of her father on her bag. But just, you know, watching him caddy, you can definitely see that he's different than other caddies, that he just behaves differently. And there's a different way of doing things that sticks out. Um, any, I mean, I, I'm really curious. I, I love your insights and opinion. I'm just wondering, like, what are your high level thoughts on Anwa? How were your high level thoughts on how Augusta National plays for elite women amateur players um, as an event? Like, I don't know. The profile of the event is is just rocketing a little bit. I mean, or not rocketing, but it, it's continuing to grow. We're here talking about it now, Sunday night for 20 minutes. I just, I, I don't know. It, it seems to have taken really a, a, a big chunk of the golf calendar uh, of that that kind of early april statement do you think it has do you think like uh 
if you were to if you were to go out into the golf th- viewing I, public, is it making more of a dent now? I think Anwa Saturday, and I'll be honest, like some of it is is like media beholden to Augusta National or cowering to Augusta National, not cowering, but you know, feeling like they got to yeah. give Augusta National its Augusta flowers. National saying how high? Yeah, or we're saying it's how like high. Like even rather. the we're broadcast partners, like we <laughs> got to give its flowers and we got to send the magazine. We got to send people to cover, but I. It, it's Augusta National. I, is that a bad thing though? It's it's promoting women's women's amateur golf. It's elevating it to, in a higher place. I it feels to me like it has at least a Anwa Saturday has become a thing four years in. This is sort of something that Meg Atkins talks about, um, and what she says, and I agree with it, is that it can be both things. It can be this tournament that kind of came in and exploded in this part of the women's golf calendar ended up being part of the rationale for moving an actual professional women's major, major, which is a kind of a crazy story that doesn't get enough coverage. I know it wasn't the only reason, but it had to have been a contributing factor. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Am I off about that? No, absolutely. And then also it was moving around the LA open this week too. So, you know, Augusta national is the 800 pound gorilla and yes, it is that. And it has had an impact on the women's game that not everybody is a fan of. Like if you talk to some players and some people associated with the LPGA tour, especially a few years ago, there were some raw feelings about this. Now I think those feelings have sort of abated and people have gotten used to the event. But then the other side of it is that this is an incredible event. Like it's really great. Do I wish that it were all at Augusta National? Uh, for sure. Um, like I, I, I think that champions retreat to Augusta remains weird. The schedule of the event uh, of the event, I agree with Andy is, is super weird. And so there it's not perfect, but it's an incredible opportunity for these young players to kind of become stars, get some exposure and get some extremely useful tournament experience, like playing in really, really high pressure situations. Yeah. You know, just tailing off of that. Like, I think that Saturday has become a really big deal in golf. And I mean, compare this to the, what's the next biggest women, uh, amateur women's golf day is the NCAAs. I mean, the pales in comparison. So, I mean, you think about it, like, I think one of the things that's really cool about this is like, you begin to know the names and you remember the players as they go on to the LPGA tour, like Jennifer Cupcho was way more popular than she would have been right? because she won the Anwa. Same thing with Maria Fassi finished second. And I think like, obviously like Rose Zhang has had an incredible career, but you know, where the most people see her is when she plays Anwa and 76 shoots 76 at Augusta national. No, I mean, I, I know it was, it was, that was a slow bleed. I know. No, I know it, it elevates the, the winners for sure. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. I think the thing that is the best is it, this is a, a tournament that's going to rise all boats in the women's game, particularly because the, Players that play in the ANWA are immediately more recognizable when they move on to the LPGA tour. And if you recognize the name, you're more likely to turn on the TV. Look what's happening with like what happened this NCAA tournament with Caitlin Clark in Iowa. She became like cool. must see TV yeah. and like 
people that didn't usually watch women's college basketball were watching women's the college Saturday night, uh, Friday night, South Carolina game was monster. It was yeah. like a, a monster, five million, four and a half million people watching that. And the big reason is like, it, it's understanding like the superstar player, right? And that's what this event has the ability to do is it starts to create name brand players on the LPGA tour before they get there, which Maybe. is a big deal Maybe. for the LPGA. Yeah. I, like all of a sudden, like Jennifer Cupcho is like a perfect example of this. Like yeah. she's way more name brand than her play. Grand, she won a major last year. Her play up to that point you know, um, was. Hard left turn. I don't want to step on anything you may write or say later on, but you're obviously a, a really valuable cherished authority on golf course architecture you walked augusta national a course of some note and renowned you got to actually see it played was it were they all members the members tees is what they play for every yes whole it's yeah, a members tees all the way through right yeah, that's yeah. pretty inflexible I mean, what, there's two, two tees, tees. Yeah. there's two sets of tees there's and the championship it. tees and yep. there's the members tees yeah. what uh i don't want to step on all the like more in-depth thoughts but uh how did you find what you saw of augusta national on saturday I mean, it's a, a valued, cherished authority on golf course architecture. I hate that. Uh, um, just, uh, okay. I could say it to um, your face here, kind of buttering you up here. But no, I mean, I would no, like, I, I, I mean, get here no, it's a good yeah, golf course. It, it was the first time I was there. So really what I am, as opposed to an authority, is a fraud. Yeah. Because I, I had not, prior to this week, been to Augusta You National. know what you're talking about. Shut up. I, I'd, I'd studied this course I mean, studied is maybe too highfalutin a term. I'd, I'd looked at this course a lot, right? I'd watched it on TV. I'd, I'd read everything I could about it. And I just, you know, looked forward to this part of the year because it was one time in the year when everybody was sort of thinking about golf course architecture and everybody had a common reference point where they could talk about certain concepts in golf course architecture, whether it was positive or negative in, in the take about the architecture at Augusta National or the presentation of the course. And so, you know, it, this was a big part of my, you know, life in thinking about golf course architecture. And so to finally set foot on the property and go look at these golf holes was just really wonderful. And I'm, I'm super grateful for the experience. And I'd recommend anybody who is into Augusta National, like uh, has been, uh, you know, watching this course for a long time, I'd recommend that you go to the ANWA because you can really see the course. Like when you go on Saturday, you can just walk around the course and nobody's there. You know, yeah. there, there are going to be groups following the players, but like you can just, if you, if you want to spend an hour going and walking the back nine, like Meg and I did on Saturday morning, you can go look at this golf course with nobody on it. And, and I then really catch the that. players as they come around later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, super grateful for the experience. I would say as, as far as, impre I mean, I, I, I said to somebody I was talking to during the round, uh, it sort of reminded me of that uh, moment in Jurassic Park when they see the dinosaurs for the first time and the scientists who have been studying the dinosaurs, yeah. just, the, just the bones, have just seen the bones and they've been digging up the bones for their good analogy. And they finally go and see the real thing and, and Sam Neill looks at you know, a, a certain dinosaur you know, yeah. uh, crossing a lake or something like that and he says, they do move in herds. <laughs> and that was sort of like my reaction to a lot of the elements of the golf course. I, like the hills are really big. Right? <laughs> you know, like, of course, I'd heard that over and over and expected it. But yeah. to have it be, you know, tangible 
was really gratifying. And then just looking at the greens, walking around them, seeing the scale and the like brilliance of the contours on the greens and also on the exterior. And then the way that all blended into the surrounding landscape was just wonderful. Like the first green, I love how the second green is super natural, just sits on that hillside and doesn't mm-hmm. really do, you know, it doesn't really lift up from it. The third green is amazing. I mean, you just go down the list. They're all so great to look at, except for the 16th. Green. But um, <laughs> maybe a subject of a for, <laughs> forthcoming a Friday, Friday that's article. A, that's a Friday or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my 16th. general. Impression. I don't want to go on too long. I know this yeah, is not, no, the, I like not the podcast for that. But those are that's that's my reaction to the course. It was really a, a great privilege to, to be there. Okay, Garrett, thank you for joining us. Really great privilege to have you here. A hey, valued and cherished member. Of one uh, real quick thing yeah. about you know the week weekend before um, the Masters here. Yeah, underrated other thing. You got Anwa going on. You also have the uh, Augusta Haskins Award invite. It's like a top tier college event. Yeah. It's going on at Forest Hills. Forest Hills. So, like, great weekend of amateur golf here before. Before they pump up the tee yeah. times for uh-huh. recreational play at yeah. Forest Hills before, for Masters. Before they, yeah, before they <laughs> charge you an arm and a leg. But Good, yeah, for Good for them. Good for them. Get it. It's the supply and demand. Get it while it's the a people are in town. beautiful yeah. thing. Yep. But, yeah, that uh, Florida beat – Florida edged out – you know the uh, the fighting line. Alina didn't keep it. Alina couldn't right. couldn't couldn't pull it out, but a good second. Yeah, go to Forest Hills. Look at some of the pictures on the wall. Augusta State. You know Pat Reed. Awkward family photos up there, like on the team Augusta State team. Uh, but yeah, the Haskins invite. Um, all right, I think that does it. We good? We can yeah. hit everything here? I think we're good. We're gonna have a lot of Masters talk. We we decided to vary it up. Do a little Valero live. As you we know, we'll have side. This is this, this is what we do. This is, the Sunday before the Masters is usually a little Texas open. Out. Yes. Do you have any Masters takes you want to get out? Um, you like Corey Connors as a pick? You know? Do you? Let me consult my my betting card here. No. Uh, we'll talk about that Wednesday. We'll, Tom we'll, Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie's flying under the radar. That's my my insight. Is there? Is he under the radar? Uh, you know, I I put something out. I replied to a Shane tweet, and some data boys said, you know, in fact, the numbers do like Hoagie. Yeah, of course, of course. I would guess Seamus Power top twenty-five. Let's oh, do a God. little teaser here, just to get you worked up. All right, that does it for this Sunday episode, guys. We will be here doing podcast preview. We may do a little gambling pod uh, with Polly, little side, little little We're extra Polly back appetizer. We don't know. We'll see if we find it. We, we can get figure time out for how it. to do the recording capabilities yeah. that's going to be the herculean lift there. and then of course we'll have daily podcasts uh, after tournament play as we've done really since what 2019 since we've been doing this podcast four or five years now we, we've done the, the dailies during the major uh that'll be fun we'll be fun so tune in subscribe rate review do whatever you got to do uh subscribe to club tfe and we'll talk to you guys on wednesday with a full-on master's preview